Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. It's better to help people than garden gnomes, don't you think? I don't know, the gnomes don't talk back, do they? Whereas... <laughs> well, they might do in some films, but... <laughs> you wouldn't put it past it in this film no. for them to be talking to you. So <laughs> Today we are talking, of course, about Amelie, which is a 2001 French film by director Jean-Pierre Junot. I believe I'm pronouncing that right anyway. You're doing better than me, to be fair. I wouldn't even know where to start. I... Straight away when I picked up this cover, I said it was Amelia. That's how I... <laughs> and the way that I'm getting myself through this is Am Amelie. Amelie. Amelie, yeah. I'm trying to think in my head how to pronounce it, so credit to you, Paul, here okay. on this one. Um, I got dropped out of French class quite early on, to be fair, for me. Right. I think I was in year seven and it was like, hmm, she's not very good at English, bless her. Can't make her learn another language when she's not very good at <laughs> the first one. Okay. Yeah, we only did like French and German in in our classes. Didn't even get to do German. I'd love that. But I think we'd be better off doing like Spanish or something because that's more widely recognised language around the world as many yeah, cultures. I don't but... know why French is not meaning this in a bad way to no. anyone obviously languages but in the UK that is one of the kind of most learnt kind of in school curriculum <laughs> you don't get Japanese or Chinese no. or anything like that far too um, complex I think yeah but I do know um Calvin Yao All right <laughs> okay and that is I love you in Dutch and Ishlibadish I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right is I love you in German Okay, so you know how to say I love you in two different other languages, but that's, that surprised me that you've been pulling those out of the bag, to be honest. <laughs> so, anyway. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, this was one of the earlier introductions to French cinema, I suppose you could say, or like films from other countries, like a fa fairly early on discovering this one. When I saw it many moons ago, really took shine to it, and it's and it's is recognised as one of those by the critics anyway. There's one of these kind of like top tier list of films you sh should see, and it kind of noted as one like a, a feel good movie in an unconventional way. Yeah, so for me, this is the I think the second French film like that I've seen. We I think only this year actually I've seen two. <laughs> yeah. I within maybe the same week or so. Yeah, like yeah, literally in the same month, isn't it, really? Yeah, let's say definite. that, let's say that, yeah. But this one, I don't know. I've done a lot of Japanese kind of films, anime mainly, mm -hmm. and kind of been able to get used to the subtitles. And I think because we've been to the city of, like, Tokyo and everything like that, I enjoy hearing that language. 
Yeah, Not more English. attuned to that kind of yeah. speak. <laughs> Whereas when the French language came on, my brain was just a bit like, what? What? what I yeah. Why isn't this Japanese, I guess, in my head? I know that sounds really strange because that's all I've been kind of educated to. Mm-hmm. It took a bit to get adjusted for me when I was watching the films to kind of get the language in my head and then reading and the feel of the film yeah. seemed to take a little bit longer with the subtitles. Also, they talk way fast. In this one in particular, yes. Whereas the other one we watched, which was Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and that's obviously a lot slower, but that's mm. a slower-paced film anyway, so it's not going at a speed of knots with I, the dialogue. I'm a, little, I'm a bit dyslexic here, so I can't read that fast. So for me, I was missing bits, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening? And then Paul's wanting me to write at the same time, and I'm like, are you having a laugh? <laughs> like, I can't do all of this at once. No. Uh, to me, to be honest, I was... The same thing, it's like, oh, this is going quite quickly. And it's so like, oh, these are kind of key points, but I'm trying to write down mm. at the same time. It's kind of, I'll just keep that in my mind. And just when it's a quiet bit, kind of was like... Was there rem- really that much of a quiet bit? Because you still had to watch what was going on. Mm-hmm. Even if it was like they weren't speaking, you had to see the actions and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but the French for me was a little bit at the minute, beginning. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't actually... It's not sinking into my head because I don't know the language. And it seemed really, really fast paced. Anyways, I was really finding it a bit of a struggle. Right. And I think, in weirdly, not that it's my own fault because I, I don't speak French, you know. So well, neither do I. But, but <laughs> I think it spoiled it a little bit for me to try and. Uh, I felt like I was one of those, you know, when you're walking with your mum and you can't walk that fast and you're getting dragged a little bit. Right. That's how I kind of felt through the film. I was getting dragged through the film. Okay. Because I couldn't keep up. And there was a lot going on with the storyline as mm-hmm. well. So there was a lot of characters and you kind of got introduced to so many people within mm-hmm. the flat. And Yeah. So to break it down simply as to what the premise is of film, do you want me to kind yes, of please, summarise that for people? Literally, I think at the... <laughs> I got to a point of where... I was like, screw this, I'm not writing any notes. Just, I'm I'm just gonna wing this and I'm so sorry. Okay. Um because it was like I was really enjoying it, but I had to give it my all. Yeah, kind of solely focused on watching what you were seeing on the screen rather than thinking, right, that's a key point. I write that down. It's kind of like mm. just soaking it in, really. Yeah, and I felt a little bit lost at times with it. Okay. So you reiterating the storyline. Okay. All I know is obviously you've got a French lady. Who's <laughs> yeah, Amelie? Um, yeah, um, she's got a father. Mm-hmm. Um, her mother dies when she's quite young, and yep. that's quite traumatic. Um, I feel like it does really have a French kind of feel to this. Oh, film. definitely, yeah. It like I don't really know. <laughs> Not me. Maybe somebody has died like that, but like a boy jumping out of the window and then squishing and flattening her mother, so she almost dies. like a dark comedy vibe to it but it's <laughs> I've never known that happen before in a film or anyone really thought that that's a way you'd go really mm. you've then got quite a few people in the flat so you've got the main lady who's like the housekeeper of, of the flat or she rents flats out and lives mm-hmm. there Madeline the one who's the widow yeah that's got a stuffed dog yeah and gets all these letters and so the main drive of the story is really that through her life Amelie's had sort of like a traumatic childhood in the sense that she's not really had the connection with people because her parents are very secluded and introverted. 
So therefore she's an introvert as she grows up and develops. So there's a turn of events based around this the, the timing of when Princess Di Princess Diana dies in nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. This shock to her. And by some fluke she comes across this trinket box full of mementos for this person who's put them in this box and she makes it sort of like a life purpose to try and return it to said person yeah and try to bring some happiness to his life i remember one line of where she said that she will try and find him and if it brings him joy then she will do it again if if it doesn't then she's not going to bother basically yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) i did find that quite funny like depending on how this one goes i'll see Mm -hmm. and i'll carry on doing it but if I don't get anything out of it. And <laughs> He's not grateful. I yeah. won't bother. Yeah. Um, but don't you remember? I don't know if when you were ever little, mm-hmm. having like a little bit of a memory box. Yeah, yeah. What kind of things did you have in yours? Because I'm one of those for a really keepsake kind of thing. So like, I've got a box from school. Yeah. Did you ever do like um, time capsule things and when you're at school and then you got like drawings or writings down and and they got you to put those in that mm-hmm. time capsules are obviously in. However many years time when someone digs it up, they'll be like, oh, this is what life was like back in 19-whatever kind of thing. But I think it was more that kind of stuff. But I've probably got like things like, you know, ticket stubs of gigs I've been to and stuff that that are probably in a more recent-ish one. But in terms of when I was little, I don't think there'd be many things. You know, there's kind of like things I wish I'd kept, obviously. But, you know, your parents just like, oh, this is rubbish, don't. Yeah. Need this, get rid of it kind of thing. But I think I've got mine's more like my upper school kind of thing that I've got from, from mine, really. So f- from doing this, she kind of like makes, as you said before, about how it's to help people find their happiness. And in doing so, she kind of goes on her own little journey of finding true love herself by mm-hmm. means of doing this. So that's the long and short of what happens throughout the story. And it's say like there is a lot going on in terms of the narrator going at, like sort of said, a rate of knots, describing everything and like Emily's likes and dislikes, the little quirks that she has mm. from when she was younger and also when she's more of an adult. Some of the things that I kind of liked about it was she just like a little fourth wall breaking with that when she's you know, looking at the camera directly and saying, I like to look back at people in the cinema. You see their reactions to faces and stuff like that. Yeah, I actually quite liked that line. And actually I was thinking to myself, oh, when the cinemas do open up, I've never really done that, to be fair. I've been too intrigued in the actual film, unless there's like a sad part and I'm crying and I want to see yeah. if anybody else is upset <laughs> or if I'm just being like oversensitive. Yeah. But I think that is an interesting line too. Yeah. And also the other one she says where... She likes when she notices things that other people might not see. I think there was like a insect on the, the film screen or something. But then the line where she says, I hate it in old movies where the drivers don't watch the road. Yeah. Which is like, that's quite a funny observation there. It's so true though, isn't it? Because really technically they aren't even driving and that's why it's not, yeah, they're not they're watching not. it because they're just like on this little screen that's moving behind it's them. Rear projection, yeah. 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 Do you have any things in films that annoy you in that kind of sense like you hate it in films when such and such happens is there anything like that is it more like in comedies when it's like i hate it when they do stupid things that don't make sense 
Yeah. yeah. Like the fact of this one where the boy jumps out and kills the mum and I'm like, I, I kind of just look to you like, I I don't really don't really know what's happening here. I'm like, oh. So there's like that one and then, for example, we had that other thing the other day when we reviewed it with laughing at ourselves. Yeah, what if when he falls out the window and he's... Well, knocks the, ex- yeah. Well, the fu- yeah, yeah, yeah. future ex-boyfriend out of the window. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a bit too extreme for me. Like, that's not real life. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really hear that on the news, do you? Ex-boyfriend got chucked out of the window or... Accidentally, yeah. Mother got killed by boy well, you committing probably, suicide. Well, you probably would hear that, but... Well, not, not... Mother got killed, yeah, but not by a boy landing on top of her committing suicide. Yeah. You wouldn't... But what about... Anyways, enough about me. What about you? What, what would your yours be? That like yours is gonna you're gonna come out with something really really smart and no it's it's re- really a really stupid one to be honest it's like well there's two two things I guess it's one where people maybe like having a meal or something or having a drink and they start eating it and then for some reason they I don't know they get cold away or they have a heated argument or something and they just walk off and leave the food or drink or whatever it's like oh, no finish your food come on. <laughs> You paid for that or whatever, and it's kind yeah. of like, oh, no. Or the other one is when, I think it's, I think it, noticeably it was actually more when, I think it was when cartoons, it kind of annoyed me, weirdly. But it's a cartoon world, so I guess it doesn't make, doesn't really matter. But it's like when, I suppose, like kids, kid characters open doors or whatever, and then they don't shut them. It's like they just go, oh, let's go out and play, and then it's like, well, shut the door behind you. <laughs> Kind of thing. It's really just an odd <laughs> thing that really just like that really you mean irks in the me. Front door. Though, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like just like a living room door. That you no, get no, no, no. Like I li- <laughs> it leads to your house kind right. of thing. It's like, well, come on. I'm thinking, God, I don't shut every door do... in the house. Is that a problem? <laughs> Secretly so, annoying you every time I don't shut a door. No, no. Just don't leave the door wide open. Then to think, well, what, you're coming back to shut it, right? <laughs> anyway, with, with the food scenario, mm-hmm. mine's always annoying when like they don't pay attention to how much, let's say they've done a retake on a film where they're eating Mm -hmm. and like the glass fills up again. Oh, right. Yeah. Like continuity error. Yeah. Yeah. And like the amount of food they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that because I'm a big foodie. So I'm like, oh, what are you eating? Uh And I realise like there's little errors there. Yeah. So anyway, so we've got those things. And then there's two talking about food. She kind of sticks in my mind as well with this is the, when she's about, oh, she likes the break in the creme brulee. Mm-hmm. I don't thing. blame her. Yeah. I love a good creme brulee. So yeah, there's there's the sharp editing cuts when she's the narrator and Emily herself is describing like her likes and dislikes and all that stuff. And with the same with the, these other characters, we kind of get introduced to sharp, snappy, and kind of like goes at a fast pace to go through all of that together. Here's here's this character and here's this is the character and all that stuff. And here's what they like. Here's what they don't like. And even mentioning like what a cat likes likes to hear children's stories being read. Is that really how how would you know that? But well, sat there isn't he listening? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, but um, it's quite. It's obviously it's very French to put it in a in a yeah, in a sense. It, but it's lively and up, upbeat in a sense, and kind of going at the rate of knots. But it's 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 very enjoyable. I think in the, the way it's done. There's a lot of bits for me where I was a little bit left in the dark, and I was like trying to add up certain pieces initially like with the photo booth bit i didn't really get what was going on i don't know if you because you re-watched it again you know yeah i mean there was only bits i kind of remembered here and there particularly like more things in with the characters in the cafe 
type of thing. Mm, yeah. More than the photo that was booth. more coherent. Yeah, because that was a bit more normal and slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think but, that was easier to follow, yeah. whereas this photo booth relationship, I don't know, it was like initially my thoughts had panned to that this guy that they keep kept seeing the face, like he kept on going to the photo booth. And you saw this bald-headed. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, is he a criminal? Is he trying to practice for his mug shots or something? You know, I was like, it didn't look like the most friendliest of men. And yeah. with Would this album that this... Love interest or soon-to-be love interest of our lead lady, he's called Nino, I believe, that she discovers through the means of him going under the photo booths and trying to dig out old pictures of things. So it's... And she kind of assists in helping him solve the mystery of who this person he keeps finding, the this bald-headed person. Is he a criminal? You know, what's he done? Why does he keep taking pictures in these different cities and stuff? Mm. What's that all about? Kind of thing. But I mean, it just seemed a bit strange. I, I couldn't really get until we got to the end, understand, A, what the relationship was between them, like mm-hmm. the main character. And Nino, I was like, I don't know what that is. If it's a love hate kind of thing, if they were intrigued by one another, mm-hmm. so I think it was a bit kind of mysterious. Whereas the other ones were fast paced, but like the relationship within the restaurant, that was kind of clear as day. You also kind of see, I quite liked it when she helped the guy at the vegetable kind of stall. Yeah, I quite liked that part. Kind of cynical a little bit with the way that she was kind of making this other man feel like he was being stir crazy with the certain things she did. I really enjoyed that part, yeah. So because he was making fun of this worker and calling him, I don't know, it's, it's, you wouldn't get away with it these days, but you call him a spastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe that like... That's a little bit, but that's not very PC. No, but I don't know what kind of culture they have over there, if that is something that can be said or not. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, but anyway... Yeah, so he's, there's that. Yeah, he was he, he was more taking his time and he was cautious and he was more caring towards the produce and everything like that. Yeah. So a little bit not I wouldn't say he was even that that kind of word or even a little bit simple. Mm. I don't even think he was that. He was just more caring and this guy just wanted the sales in. Yeah. So then she takes it upon herself to do little pranks, which I kind of find quite amusing just you know <laughs> yeah. simple things that because that you do through everyday life like autopilot mode you mm-hmm. know like going to the bathroom and grabbing the handle and she so she switched the handles different ways she swapped the toothpaste for the foot cream initially because <laughs> again if you're drowsy sleepy you just grab whatever she you made think him wake up at the crack of dawn, dawn as well didn't and things she? like that and changed his slipper size so he was like, "What? What's going on? Why me? Why can't I get my feet in this? Why I'm growing that much and that stuff." So yeah, that was I really enjoyed those scenes. That there's a couple of those I as well. You think see. weirdly, I enjoyed that more, and I understood it more than the relationship at the end. And mm-hmm. um, so obviously there was another part where she looks after like an air hostess cat for a bit. Yeah, and she <laughs> gives um her dad's gnome to her. And like, kind of steals him, <laughs> yeah. And makes this air hostess take pictures while the gnome is abroad, sending like postcardy That's, pictures yeah. saying, "Look where I've been." Being, it's by means of getting her dad to go out and explore the world because he's he's like you said, he's kind of like an introvert as well, and he doesn't mm. he's very he's, unsociable. He doesn't really want to be anywhere other than the, where he lives. So it's kind of like say, "Well, your gnome who's." 
you know, a solitary item. And he's look, look where he's been. Look at this amazing Machu Picchu or yeah, wherever. And it's kind of like, wow, this is sort of an inspiration for him to do, which he does get his resolve at the end with that. So it's like, oh, that's a good thing to get the I do motivation there. Enjoy the moral behind the story. Yeah. I do think if I rewatch it, I think I, it, I would probably enjoy it more the second time around. Yeah. I, I maybe, I don't know what I kind of expected your reaction to be from the first watch. I kind of thought, well, it is a sort of a quirky love story, rom-com vibe to it. It's but, very quirky. But um, yeah, it's very not unconventional in the, the way it does it. So maybe that's lesson learned there thinking if it's too wild and wacky maybe it's it's not expecting you to be like oh I've, i love this unless it's something that really grabs you mm. from the get-go so um when we come to scoring i'm not sure what we'll get, get from <laughs> i it, don't but, even know yet yeah. <laughs> but um so and i mean like this use of cinematography is really nice in this this is mm. what also draws me to and kind of memorable in the terms of that this color palette that we have going on through it as well. Yeah, it is really, really kind of gone towards like the yellow and green kind of a bit more saturated mm -hmm. in that sense, isn't it? Yeah. And it's kind of getting a bit more vibrant. It's more like your hues are... Yeah, it gives a sort of warmth mm. to it in this, like what in Emily's world is kind of like that kind of like imaginary world that she lives in, like a very fictionalised version of Paris. Yes. Where it's set. And it's kind of like everything's all like hunky dory and you know, like almost like a cartoon world. I her. feel like that's a little bit kind of true because obviously, like, not meaning this in a bad way, like skipping stones. I feel like that's quite a childlike thing to still want to, to do. To, like yeah. playing poo sticks. Like that's yeah. my kind of logic towards that. Uh -huh. She's still quite in tune with her childlike self. But mm. she's I think what's nice is with the ending, she's thinking of everybody else. Yeah. throughout the film how to make them happy and give them a little bit which i kind of relate to you a little bit because you more often not you do say sometimes to yourself like i'm always thinking about how i want to make other people feel happier but i never i kind of put them before myself yeah in a way so there's, there's that relation to this to you okay. <laughs> yeah and I, it's nice to see that in the end she gets her little bit of happiness like yeah that she the deserves. karma is yeah. it it kind of comes back to her because obviously she's doing good by everybody else and this person that she kind of is intrigued by and like sort of tests her out he's got this he's got these quirks as well as that so they're kind of well suited to yeah. one another the fact that he's collecting these photos and he also has these kind of like in the imaginary world where he's like talking to the photographs that he finds about like you know what she like kind of thing and as if like it's 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 very amusing and unchildlike yeah it is as well, and so. i think it's with the pictures and obviously the photographs i quite like that idea of kind of the cut up ripped up pictures trying to montage the faces together i really enjoyed that side of things <laughs> and obviously she kind of trickily sent him messages and it's all quite yeah. mysterious yes, and, yeah and then they meet don't they in the is it the train station yes I think there's been instances where they're kind of like, or they've, they've missed one another, or she's kind of like, meet me here at such and such a time, and then ring a phone booth, and she'll be like a couple of feet away or something in a yeah. different phone booth, like, oh, 
look for the like look for the arrows or whatever and th- and things like that to kind of like riddle yeah. to, to to solve to see how far he's he's willing to go to find out about her and whether he's worth her time type of thing yeah and as well i think he wanted his book back <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all fairness but then after that even when he got that back didn't he he still pursued her mm-hmm. yeah i think i've quite like the kind of clue side of things in that sense and the visuals are really, really pleasing. I do think I enjoyed sometimes the more her helping others, but I don't know if that's just a... No, that's, I get that, because you do like doing that yourself, really. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried to hook up people together, you know, like, oh, I think somebody fancies you type of thing, or set set somebody up. I don't know if you've ever done like like she did. or I've done that in school before. Yeah. I think twice in school. Um, and actually, one of the couples is still together now. Okay. And I think they're married and they've got a child, so we've got, got a keen eye somewhere for it. <laughs> but not when I was much older. I've not really been able to see it as much. But when I was younger, I was quite good at being in tune <laughs> with that. But I think, yeah, I can see that she tries her best to help anyone. Like, I would love to do what she did to certain people. You know, like that mean guy that's yeah, yeah. being horrible to somebody. And it's like, yeah, show you, kind of get a key into the house and mess yeah, a little bit. Not a little too, bit. Yeah, yeah, not too harmful. Yeah. It's not going to like die over or anything like that. But yeah, just yeah. kind of be like, well, yeah, you shouldn't be so mean to people. Yeah, yeah. there's no point, is there? It's not going to get you anywhere. And I think she's really is a kind-hearted soul. I think. Mm-hmm. But there's also the angle with this as well, because obviously she just tried to set up two characters: Joseph, who's like an ex of. Gina, who works at the cafe, mm. and then plants the seed to Georgette, who's like the down the cigarette counter kind of, and um, you know, like putting that seeds of of interest mm-hmm. for them to like. Oh well, maybe we do like one other kind of you know, like you sit over there, and she kind of looks over at you, kind of thing, and yeah, that kind of thing going on, which kind of works for a little bit, but then soon turns goes south a little bit and it's like it's not perfect so there's still that thing you know you try you can try your hardest but sometimes it just doesn't work out how you want it to i think to be fair to her it takes two to tango and they needed to make the efforts she can't she can't constantly be meddling yeah yeah she can't be doing all the work but and i did like also the fact that i guess we'd say a neighbor or across the other apartment anyway this person is called known as the glass man because his bones are so brittle so she helps, you know, assist with his life and she has these conversations with him about certain things. And, but he, at the same time, occasionally kind of like sees into her life and what she's trying to do as well, you know, with yeah. helping out with the writing that missing letter and, and things like that. So he kind of knows that she's trying to find love. And he, at the end, sort of gives her like the final push to you know, pursue the person that she's been so enamoured with. Yeah. And that's like a nice thing that, you know, he, it's not just all, it's not just her trying to do it all. It's somebody else is kind of like, yeah, come on, you can do this. Is he the yeah. one that was the painter? And that's right, the, yeah. And she, cause I don't think she gelled with him initially because took a little bit of offence of the girl with the water. Which I think there's a parallel there with the fact that she had... A, a, what he said, the girl with the glass, and she had a glass 
in her hand as well. So it's kind of like, well, there's a similarity there. And she's when she saw maybe she's just different because he can't quite get the capture the essence of her or something in the painting. So and and the fact that she is also quite a different quirky character mm-hmm. as well. And as well, he kind of said she um, was it like kind of introverted and yeah. um, kind of and yeah. she was like trying to say there's nothing wrong, wrong with that exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So. It's, <laughs> Kind of defending herself a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And within herself, there's kind of like this, this situations where she's like watching television and it's kind of like seeing her life, almost like dramatising the life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of a funny thing there as if like, you know, she's passed away and it's kind of like a Mother Teresa type thing. Like, (laughs) oh, the world cried when she died because she was helping out. So many people, and it's like... I didn't really yeah. truly understand what was going on at that point. Right. I'm thinking... Just, I, I, yeah, it's a bit like, huh, what? Yeah, it took me a little bit to think, that's her. And I'm like, <laughs> she's watching herself on TV. And I was I was a little bit slow kind of coming to round that, but it was quite clever the way that she kind of it portrayed what she kind of hoped others, or what she would, thought. Yeah, would see from her efforts, yeah. Even though, to be fair, I know it sounds really horrible... They won't have even known it was her because she's so anonymous with everything she does. Yeah. So, silent hero. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, no one would even thank her probably because yeah. they wouldn't know Thanks. she's done it because she's not, like, singing it at the top of the roof. Tops, yeah. Um, but I've noticed as well, they also did the, sent the elderly man, you know, across the road, mm-hmm. videos of <laughs> weird tape clips of, <laughs> like, somebody dancing a horse winning a race yeah. but got no like jockey or yeah. anything like that mm-hmm. and just like these quirky kind of tapes that she'd put together for him or mm-hmm. recorded yeah um there was the funny part when she's she first does the the pranks in the the shopkeeper's apartment and then she does this little thing with the dressed up as zorro and does the thing on the dance <laughs> yeah. like so it's, again she's in her own head i guess feeling that she's like sort of the hero in like haha I've shown you. Shown you, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, she's quite sweet and kind of a little bit mischievous, quite, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and a bit quirky in the sense of the way that she does things or thinks of things. Like I don't really think I would be that creative with my revenge, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. There was a couple of instances where there was sort of like, well, CG stuff, particularly like animals in the, like the photo frames and the lamp as well looking back that didn't look too bad in terms of for when the, the film was made in 2001 so it's i wouldn't it, say it was like that looks a bit rubbish or anything like it's that. still strange though oh yeah still <laughs> strange no not gonna lie but yeah i think i i really would want to kind of go back on this and re-watch mm-hmm. i think personally for me a when i get my french up in order um, <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'm not expecting you to learn <laughs> ins and outs about the language. I will be learning it. No, I think it is, if you're wanting something that's a little bit unique, a little bit quirky. Out of the norm, yeah. Not something that's straightforward that you really, it's not really predictable, is it? Oh, I, no. I no way could you No. really predict. I don't but, really know how the person's even wrote this, like what planet they're on to write <laughs> it, to be fair. Like they've got a different kind of, outlook on life which is appealing really mm-hmm. i still don't know how i truly feel about i feel like i'm going to disappoint you so like obviously you i really love the notebook and i gave it a 10 mm-hmm. and i feel like you quite like this one 
and I'm struggling to, apart from that the character was quite nice and giving, uh-huh. <laughs> that's the only really, really nice part about the story. The rest of it seems a little bit bizarre. Like you're kind of taking on this roller coaster ride of events happening. Yeah, speaking of roller coasters, it's for a second. One of the instances I found a bit strange, which I do not remember at all, was when she's meeting, I guess it's the Nino mm. character, and she goes on this ghost train, ghost ride, whatever you want to call it, and she's going through the, the on, on it, and he's, we assume it's him on, in this skeleton costume, and it's very sexualized in this weird way. So it's like, well, is that sort of like part of her fantasy? Is that part of his fantasy? Is this actually really screaming. happening? It is it's kind of like a huh, that's a bit of an odd. It's thing. so weird because like I thought she might have screamed or something. It's like kind of caressing her face yeah, in a weird way, okay. and I'm like, I'm sorry if I was on one of those ghost rides and then a skeleton yeah. came on the back of my cart. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it'd either be a shoved off or b I'd be screaming yeah. like yeah. the the haunted house ghost train down. Yeah, I wouldn't be just sat there like. <laughs> but, like how does she even know who he is He's, he can't even see his face exactly so it's a bit you're just gonna let anyone peculiar. touch you up on a ghost train because i won't <laughs> yeah very strange very very peculiar i do think to be fair the notebook for me for this valentine's day kind of weekends that we've had outweighs this one completely okay. for me and it's just obviously nostalgia with that one okay i think i don't really have too much attachment to this one and i'm really sorry i might break no, your heart that's i understand that it's it's not like it's a difficult watch i'd say it's very interesting to say the least but i think i'm sorry please don't shoot me anybody okay. who does speak french i think i'd have really enjoyed it and this is a really bad british side of me mm-hmm. if it was in english or if it wasn't as fast paced one or the other so that i could keep up I think if I it do... was if it was like everything else remained the same, but it was the cast were speaking in English. Yes. Yeah, without the subtitles, that might have helped things. Do you think? I think just in this the, instance, the story is such fast paced. Okay. I found it really hard to a understand what was going on. It's quite quirky as well, mm-hmm. so it's kind of trying to piece the puzzle together. Then you've got reading involved as well as then this weird. French kind of narrator who is very, 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 very French (laughs) is quite flamboyant with it. Uh Not just like a natural, like when Amelie was speaking, it wasn't so bad. She was quite fast though. Yeah. There was one scene I remember quite clearly, and I was like, she was, I think she was taking a blind man across the street or something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was walking down the street, one of her good deeds, and it's kind of like, Oh, the this woman is wearing this jacket that her husband had, and and the you know the, the sausages are on sale at some at Frank's or whatever, and it's kind of like the, the, the boy's laughing at a, looking at a dog who's looking at the chicken in the window, and that's kind of like yeah, yeah, it's lovely, but she's dragging him across the street pretty much, like literally, yeah. poor man's elderly, you know, slow down a little bit and just be like, right, okay, and over at this side is the dog looking at the chicken while yeah. the child's looking at the dog, you know, yeah, a little bit slower, but maybe French. People are maybe more fast-paced. Maybe us Brits just like to take it down a little bit and be like, right, okay, breathe for <laughs> a breath. Yeah. But, yeah, I think for me personally, and I'm so sorry that I should say that, 
if it was in English or if it was a bit slower, French, just so that I got time to kind of enjoy Absorb. it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I probably missed so much of the lovely, appealing camera skills just because I had to read. So uh-huh. it, I felt like the actual picture itself was wasted on me a little bit. Right, okay. So I couldn't see the beauty okay. as much because I was too focused on having to read what... Right, Because yeah. there's a lot of dialogue. So I'm used to when I'm reading like an anime where it's not many words and the picture kind of tells you the story itself. Okay. It's a bit... You mean it's it can be a bit more straightforward with anime rather mm. than this short, very short burst of like, this is... I like to do this and then quickly cut to something else or this person at this particular point in time was also doing this kind of thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, I kind of understand that. I guess I feel at fault for, for in a way, for, to introducing you to this and it's and, and expecting you to maybe like, oh, I'd, I'd love this from the first get-go. It might, yeah, it might take another watch or a couple to really grasp Don't it. Don't get but... me wrong, I would love to watch it again yeah. to understand it and get the concept mm-hmm. and be able to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. Also, it's probably my own fault that I'm not very great at reading. <laughs> not that I'm but, not great, but like Paul can literally, you are really a fast reader. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit slower than you, aren't I? So like you could read a page yeah. in like, what, 10 seconds ridiculous or something. You just like, <laughs> probably take me 10 minutes. So give yourself some credit, sir. <laughs> so there was bits where I missed, but I think definitely I would advise people to go and watch it. I wouldn't say mm. don't. Oh, no, yeah. And it is quite appealing. Okay. So, what would you, on based on first watch, but you can you can say what you might give it if, if you were to revisit again, maybe mm. potentially. What based on that sort of scoring, what what would you sort of go for with this as a first watch on your experience? Okay. I'm not going to be upset with what you say unless it's less like five or less. What did you get the notebook? Six. I think that's what I... I'm not saying that because you gave the notebook a six. I'm really not. But I think in my head, I would probably have to say a six. Six. Okay. Just for personal enjoyment, I felt a little bit dragged through the film trying to to catch up. Uh There were certain bits which were really enjoyable, like we said about when she was going into the shopkeeper's house. And that was because I think she was... There's no words... You didn't yeah, need to... Just, just the visuals, yeah. And then I could actually really enjoy the visuals then and see them for what they were and the camera skills, the colours, yeah. the way that they were quite clever with the way they filmed. To be honest, I'd rather it have been if they didn't speak at all and kind of one of those stop... Like a silent film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see it being... In a, Yeah, in a way, it could potentially really be that. You know, just like the odd, like almost like Mr Bean character or like Shaun the Sheep, where it's kind of like just... Mm, 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 yeah, thing and it that would work just as well if it was told the right way and showed clearly in the visuals. Yeah, I think I think I would probably, I know it sounds horrible, get more value out of it for the picturesque appeal because I know there's a lot I've missed. Okay, yeah. I do feel bad because obviously I know you really, really highly enjoyed this one mm-hmm. and I think <laughs> a little bit tit for tat, I guess you didn't enjoy the notebook as much mm-hmm. as I did and I don't think I enjoyed mm-hmm. this one mm-hmm. For me, much. yeah, well, don't, bit too hung up on the I'm thinking I've got a ridiculously high benchmark for this film for me it's definitely a solid eight 
Okay. I think it's one of the more accessible French or foreign language films to get into if you're wanting to sort of like venture into that area mm. of cinema. And so, as it, like I said, it was kind of the early ones that I learned about from like film studies and, and just general consensus from critics and stuff. So, yeah, so it does have like a, wow, this is the thing, but there's, as I've, you know, grown to appreciate other films and different other different languages, there's more like things that reach that higher grade of, oh, this is definitely, not to say this is bad in any way, it's great, but this is a, just a very solid eight thing. Mm. It's very enjoyable. It's quirky. It's amusing, and it's it's very easy to to enjoy. I think really. Yeah, if you can keep up, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say so. I think for me, I was just kind of comparing because I haven't actually. I'm a bit biased with the films that I do watch that are subtitled. Really, the only other one I can think of that is a different language for me was Parasite. That was Korean. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, not being too, it is a little bit similar to kind of the Japanese kind of culture. So it's. Yes, the Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it wasn't so bad. It was still easier to read and catch up. Whereas this, because it was such a fast pace, yeah. I think it's either put it on a little lag for me. <laughs> yeah, 0.5 speed, maybe. <laughs> yeah, then we might be all right. Um, but I'd, I 100% would recommend anyone to go watch it, mm-hmm. re-watch it, because it's on my re-watch list to get as much value, because I do think I would really like the character. Yeah, yeah. If I could appreciate it Yeah, you've it got the gist form. of her now and yeah. the mannerisms of how what the film's trying to get across. Because, like, but... I can't even comment on her acting because it's like I was too busy reading to get the gist of what was going on because it was so many side stories. It wasn't like it was just one meet-cute with yeah. boy meets girl there were so many other things yeah going on going yeah. on yeah. that you really have to read the dialogue whereas now i know the basics i yeah, could kind of what to focus on yeah, yeah. i could yeah. then enjoy the rest of it no i kind of understand that because the like certainly at the beginning where it's kind of like at this time somebody did this and then at this at the same time somebody did that and it's kind of like oh what does that really mean anything to the thing? What does that add to the, the, the story? story? Yeah, is that relevant? Really relevant is it? Other yeah. than the fact that it's kind of, I was just similarities that are relating to this one particular thing. Mm. <laughs> I'm hoping next time, whatever we're watching, yeah. is going to be a little bit more easier on me, maybe. Yeah, nothing set in stone on that yet. I've yet to think of what that might be but we are soon approaching march and that means <laughs> no it's going to be a new <laughs> staple which i'm looking forward to because we've got a few options there on the list for monster march it's gonna end up breaking my heart again <laughs> like king kong kind of you know all of that again just going through stuff that's with the monsters always being hurt. I just don't <laughs> like it. I'm all team monsters. <laughs> like, kill the humans. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I get the enjoyment out of them as well. It's like, it's like yeah, monsters killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they always get hurt and caged up and then it's sad. <laughs> Depends what the monster is, of course. But yeah. <laughs> so, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry that I haven't been able to give much input on this one and I'm grateful that Paul has 
taken the what is it reins reins a little bit yeah and helped support me on this one i feel like i really wanted to enjoy it so it was our valentine's day weekend movie mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and i was just a little bit left a little bit disappointed i guess a little bit but yeah thank you so much for listening and i hope you've enjoyed it definitely go and tune in and listen to the notebook one because if you like hearing me talk then <laughs> yeah raving about a, a film that <laughs> sophie really likes yeah that's that's definitely one to check. yeah please do yeah. um i'm hoping at some point that that's gonna be like the most watched one it probably won't be but most listened to yeah, yeah. never know <laughs> get those numbers up people <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so speaking of which, Paul can tell you where you can find us. Yep, you can find us on most of the very well-known audio platforms, you know, your iTunes, where if you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star rating, that would be fantastic. (laughs) And, of course, we've got Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn... I think these are new ones as well. I was going to say, I don't even know what these are. <laughs> yeah. I'm not down yeah, with the they're, kids. Yeah, they're new ones. <laughs> um, and, of course, Podbean, where we, you know, the host, our main podcast hosting site is. And, of course, please do give us messages or comments and likes and follows on Instagram and Twitter under the handle SP Film Viewers. That's where you can find us. Um, Anything else, Soph? No, just really hope you've enjoyed it keep watching films because that's the only thing we can do to preoccupy ourselves mm-hmm. there is this t public yeah um, so if you do want an sp film viewer logo on your t-shirts and um hoodies mugs and flags and masks even flags <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one of the things they have on there oh that's so strange wave the banners <laughs> yeah definitely go and check it out i know paul does really well to publicize that so I hope you've all had a good week and I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Yep. So take care and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.